0: It's so good to see you this morning. Turn around this morning and tell somebody near you today. Say, you sat by the best-looking person in this room. Come on, tell them that right now. Go ahead, tell them that. Come on, let them know it. <coughs> hey, Amen. I love to say that. It's so true. It's so true. Hey, Amen. Come on, I love it. I was it. Max Lakedo said, uh, if, if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. And uh I think that's cool, man. I like that. I wish I would have said that. and uh, I said it, but I wish I would have made it up, man. But uh, it's just good to see you this morning. It could be uh, your first time when I look around. It could be somebody who's with us today for the first time. want to welcome you. want to welcome you at, on our online family today. If this is your first time there, please do this. Hit the next steps link. Let us know today where you're watching from. And if you're part of our online family, drop a comment. We always love to know where you're watching from. and just love to know you're out there. So please do that if you if you're in-house, we want to meet you. We'd love to just get to know you better, say hello, come by the hospitality area. We'll be hanging out. Just we would love to get to know you a little better. But if, if this is your first time, we always love to tell you we're glad you're here. So Faith Family, let our first-time guests know you love them. Would you do that? Come on. Amen. Amen. And now, don't forget, if you have not signed up for Faith Track, if you haven't been through part one of Faith Track, Again, whether you're a part of our uh, family, always already a member, but you never went through part one of Faith Track, you need to go ahead and just do this right now. Go to the Church Center app, click on there, sign up for uh, part one of Faith Track today, four o'clock. It's going to be a good time. So we'd love to get to know you better and again, get you plugged in if you're not already. But again, just do it if you had not been through it yet. It's a good, good thing for all of us. But um, I want to do this this morning. I'm going to jump into the Word of God. Anybody bring their Bible with them. Amen. Amen. I want to go to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. We're going to read verses 10 through 14. Luke chapter 18. We're going to read verses 10 through 14 this morning. And um, if uh, you use the YouVersion Bible app, I want to go ahead and tell you this, man. It's a very cool app that you can do right now. You can click on it, then more than events, and just follow right along with me. And uh, as you turn there, man, just uh, try to beat your neighbor, try, if you will. We used to do Bible drill back in the day, amen. might remember what I'm talking about? Come on, some of y'all know, you get a sucker if you uh, view the first one there, man. Stand up and read it, and then you get a sucker, man. I'll, I'll never forget those days, man. That's good stuff, amen. I may do that one Sunday just to mess with some of y'all, <laughs> just to mess with some of y'all, amen. But Luke chapter 18, if you've got it, say, I have it. Let's read it. This is in verse 10. Two men went up to the temple to pray. This is Jesus speaking. This is red letter if you have that. Two men went up to the temple to pray. I was reading that, studying this week, and I so i read that I was almost, I was like, it almost sounds like the opening of a joke. Amen. Right. <laughs> hey you know what I'm talking about, you know, some, two men went into a. Yeah, Bible, or yeah, to, to the temple, to a bar, oh yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, Jesus is not not telling a joke here, all right? Just just to let you know, He is not joking. As a matter of fact, He's telling what um a a, a story, who that drives home a very important lesson. so let's hear what Jesus had to say. Two men went up into the temple to pray. Uh, one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I feel like he said it that way. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven. Man, a stark difference. Very, very big difference between these two men. The task leader, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. tell you this i tell you this man went down to his house justified rather than the other and he makes a very important statement for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted let's pray so father we are today again are honored to be in your presence, to be in this place, your house, with your people. God, and I just ask you that you'll just speak clearly today in this room. May each of us today, God, lead different than what we came in. May we hear today, God, and be open, Lord, to what you say and respond accordingly to what you've placed in our hearts and what you're saying in this word today. And I thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you don't know you yet, we're in a series called Why? Yeah, we're still there. We're hanging out. Uh, I've 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 gone back and looked. Uh, I believe I have said this in every series that I've taught here. But uh, I believe this is one of my favorite series. Uh, I've said it every time, but it's true. Uh it just is this because um we've been able to spend time, we've looked at some things theologically. We've looked at some things practically. But definitely we've looked at things biblically, amen? And so that's what we want to do. We want to stay true to Scripture, and we want to just try our best to look at what God's Word tells us and teaches and shows us, and then do this. Go live that out, amen? That's our heart. That's what we pray to do. That's what we want to do. Uh, I, and, and in this series called Why, we've just been doing this, answering questions, looking at things in Scripture. Uh, I believe trying to identify who we are called to be, who God created us to be, uh, live this out, walk that out. And uh, last week, man, I tell you, I had a great time sharing and teaching a message called Why Trust? And um, if you missed that, go back. Uh, even if you were here, go back. Listen to it again. I believe it will do this. I believe it will build your faith. How many knows us we can trust God? Come on, amen. I said, how many knows we can trust God? Amen. I I trust the God that I serve that we just got through raising hands and praying to. I trust him, amen. I I trust him because we learned last week that he just knows what will happen. He just does. He knows what will take place. He never changes. We learned that he'll make a way for us, and he is true to his word. And that's the kind of God that I want to serve and and I want to follow. And today, we're going to continue in Scripture, and we're going to look at another why today. And this why is just simply entitled, if you're following along, on your version. Why? Humility. Yeah, why? humility. And so I want to say this, I've been super excited about every message that God has placed in my heart, but I really like it when uh, I I get asked about, hey, if you pray about maybe teaching on this subject. And this is one of those, this is one of those very things that I love that. It's not too late. If there's something we haven't studied or taught on during this series, I would love to pray about it and, and, and spend some time with God and see if he would have us take a Sunday and look at that. So you can do that. Message me, text me, let us know if there's something. But someone's in this, instance, this is something that they had been praying about, had been studying, and just wanted to say, Hey, if Lord leads you, would you take some time and teach on it? And so, today we're good, we're teaching on that very subject. And I, so, again, thank you for who sits for you who sent that in. I appreciate that. And good to know again, you're in this thing, man. And uh, today, I want to look at our opening text Jesus makes a statement. Now, uh, we know what Jesus is important, amen? Everything that he tells us. But he, he made a statement, and to kind of like summarize, I, I want to kind of do the best to do that and not mess it up. But just summarizing what Jesus said, he, he said that we basically will do one of two things. This is what his words were. This is what he said either we will exalt ourselves or we will humble ourselves. So we, so for us, we see something there. We see that we actually have a choice, and so we actually understand that we make the decision. Now we understand if we make uh, one decision, then it produces a consequence in our life, which is actually pretty great, according to what the Lord says. He said, "If we humble ourselves, then He exalts us." I mean, I love that so good that he is the one who raises us up. That's the God I'm talking about. But we also see, again, what happens according to the choice that we make. If we exalt ourselves, we learn that He will humble us. How many knows this is a lot easier when we humble ourselves? Amen. If you if you remember and you recall being a young person and um and and remember what it was like with your parents, man, wasn't it easier when you humbled yourself? Ooh, come on, somebody. And if you and if, if you don't know understand, man, we our parents used to humble us back in the day, son. Amen. And I still believe parents are called to humble their kids. Amen. That's what that's what we're called to do because we see something here. If we don't do it, he'll do it. It's just like, it's like almost like it's just this big great God who's sovereign. We learned last week, knows everything, true to his word, will not change. What we do will affect how he responds. That's wild to think about. So he says, This either we exalt ourselves or humble ourselves. Now, this is what I believe when we look at this word, uh, humility. And I'm going to go ahead and let you know, last week's message was more fun to preach. And it was probably more fun to you to say amen to, and I appreciate you doing but I need you today just as much. Amen? So throw this my way if you think there's a good spot or if you just think maybe it'll help me out. Amen? And today, because we're talking about something, we're talking about something called pride. All right? Now, we have to deal with and look at pride when we look at the subject of humility. Because, again, we see something. I I believe if, if you study it out, you will see the root to every other sin be pride. You see that connected to it. It's so much G.K. Chesterton, the great man of God, said it this way. He said, if I had only one sermon to preach, it would be a sermon against pride. And I was thinking about that, man. Like, what if I got invited to a church and I knew that, like, man, hey, you're gonna, get, you're gonna preach at that place one time? What if there was this large conference and there would be thousands of there? What would I choose to preach? I got to thinking about would I preach that sermon called Pride? But I was like thinking about it, you know what? The message that probably needed to be preached more than any other Sermon on Pride because if we see that as a root, if we see that as a sin, we see that as a connector. So again, we must learn to deal with this because I've seen this happen. I've seen pride destroy families. I've seen it break down and destroy marriages. I've seen it divide churches. I've seen churches that were once thriving. God was moving. The Spirit of God was in that place and a spirit of pride rose up in that church. And now some of those churches, they don't even exist today. What? I'm talking about churches of thousands, thousands upon thousands, multi-site campuses across multiple states now are no longer in existence today because pride rose up. I've seen it destroy individuals. I've seen what it will do in my life. Oh, we don't want to go there now. We want to talk about that church that closed down. But what, what about me and you? Come on, what about me and you? What about our pride? What about our struggles? Because we see this. Lucifer, he got kicked out of heaven because of pride. We see today that we're living in a fallen world, and our world is in the condition it is because of this thing called pride, because somebody didn't humble themselves, because somebody didn't walk in humility. Now, I believe this today. I believe every person in the room today, needs this message. Every person watching today online who's going to listen to our podcast, who's going to go back and watch our YouTube service later when it gets posted, who sees this, every person needs this message because here's the truth, we never arrive. If like if, Like if right now when I said today is why humility and you're like, man, I'm good today, bro. I can scroll on Facebook because I am awesome today. I don't need this one. Amen. How many of those, if you kind of went to that place in your mind, like you need to like pull out the notepad and actually take physical notes today. And I'm talking about underline stuff, highlight it. We'll provide it for you. We'll, I'm talking about that's what we need to do today. If you heard the title of this message and you're like, man, I'm good. All right, because man, listen. If you even say it, we're not. Because listen, we need to see this. Jesus takes this subject of very serious of humility. He takes that very serious, because what we, what our humility, actually will be a thing that determines where we spend eternity. What? You mean that there is a connection to our eternal existence with the humility that we walk in? Yes. Because he makes it, again, very clear. Either he humbles us or he exalts us. He, he, and again, it is based upon our decision on what we do. Now, Jesus takes this so serious that he puts pride on a list of the, like, what we would call like, the serious sins. How I many knows, like, there's some sins we're like, well, that's not that big a deal. Amen. How I many knows all sin is sin? All sin is sin. And, uh, again, it's the word harbor tier. It means we miss the mark. It is a thing that separates us from God. So we need to take the subject of sin serious. And I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about the things that we think is not a big deal, that nobody's looking, nobody's seeing. We need to take that sin serious, too. But this is what Jesus does. He's like man, he takes this so serious that he actually takes this one and like puts it on the list because like in Mark chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, he said, For from within, like in here, like for from within, out of the heart of men. That's where all sin comes from. You know, again, it's what's in our heart. Eventually, what comes out in our life. So again, we can we can know what's in our heart by what we do. That would have been one of those good places to say amen, just to make me feel better. Amen. Yeah, it would have been one of those places. Y'all ain't helping me right now. Amen. That would have been a good moment. But for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed. He gets real. Evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness. I think I said that right. It's one of those you hope you say, right? Covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy. That here it is pride what jesus you're talking about you're gonna take about my pride level my humility you gonna put it up there me with like taking somebody out like you like you No, you ain't serious jesus you're not that you're like talking about making somebody no longer breathe on earth that's, I'm like, come on, man. That, you did that? You, you put that right up in the there, man, with me taking somebody out, with me like going with someone else's spouse, by, by me doing something like this, or by me taking something from somebody? Like I'm going to take their possessions, steal that from them, and you're going to put this right in there with that? He's that serious about it. He, and he, and he, like this last one. Foolishness. Amen. Jesus is awesome. Amen. Foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. So we must take pride,, See, we must take humility serious. And this is this, this thing called pride. It's like this excessive belief that we have in one of our own abilities. It's like that we think we're able to do this. Like, we should, and we we need to know this. We need to know who we are in Christ. It's one of the reasons we've been teaching this message. We've We've been hitting this series. We've been talking about identity and talking about who we are in God. And we need to know how awesome we are in God. I'm serious. Like, really, right now, if you don't know how awesome you are in God, like, you are awesome in God. Amen. Like, seriously, like, I mean, though, we're talking about the stuff we hit, like, righteousness of God. Like, you, like, been made right. Like, we are, like, amazing in him. But apart from him, we need to know that, too. We, we need to also know that what we are without him. We, we need to know what we are when he's not a part of our life. When we have not yet surrendered to him. When we think like, man, we don't need to. When we think maybe those are areas that like we shouldn't surrender. We don't have to. I can do this. Even when we think about like, man, that we can handle situations. That, you understand? That's Pride. If you don't understand, that's what that is. Like, we're Even like, to the place to where we'll sometimes take on too much stuff. And we're like, trying to do, and I'm telling you, it's not always like bad stuff. I'm talking about when we think we can take it all on, we can do everything, we can handle this. I've got this. Listen, I don't have anything apart from him. I'm, I have nothing without him. We have to see this, man. Again, our ability in Christ is huge, but our inability without him? It's just as great. It's just as large. We have to see this. The coach, legendary coach John Wood said it this way. Talent is God-given. Be humble. Fame is man-given. Be grateful. Conceit is self-given. Be careful. And so we must be careful with this because a pride will slip in, and we'll see it, and it'll come up in ways that'll reveal itself. It will show itself sometimes, even you don't realize that and what it is. Sometimes, listen, we even need to get to the place where we understand that, like even like low self esteem is pride issues. I'm just, and I'm sad because sometimes I'm well, I'm not this and this. Sometimes study it, go deep into it, and you'll start finding out the root of those things or even to a place where we start again, the focus becomes on me. That's there. And again, and if you're struggling with that, just as somebody who has such great self esteem, it's just as bad because we need to see that we're nothing without Him but with Him. Amen. I can do all things, but we see this and we must understand how important this is. Now, pride will do this, pride will cause so many issues in our life. There's so much stuff that man. When we allow this thing called pride in, last week we spent a lot of time in the Psalms, man. We looked at the Book of Psalms and we hit several passages, and I, I, man, it was so good. And this week, Lord has just had me in the Book of Proverbs because man, how many knows that the Book of Proverbs, this book of wisdom, and there are so many passages dealing with the subject of pride in the Book of Proverbs. And and I want to look at this, and we're going to go through these kind of quickly, and because there's four today that. We see in this, and uh, as we look at these things that pride will do in our life, one of the first things that pride will cause in our life is cause shame in our life. Hard to think that, man, that, wait a minute, the shame is like connected to to Pride? It's again, that, that low stuff, we, we start seeing, we miss this, and we don't, we don't see how important this is, that, that pride is connected to it. Our, our shame that we walk in sometimes is still connected to this. Well, because man, the wisest man, God gave the spirit of God, put this in his heart to write. When pride comes, then comes shame. What? But with the humble is wisdom. Wow. Wow. Like so, and I love it, man. I mean, most of y'all know that Romans 1, 16, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, man. I'm unashamed. I'm no longer shamed because, again, it is what Christ done for me. What he did for me and what the the sacrifice that was paid, the gospel message does this for me in my life. It brings good news and hope to me. And so now I'm not shamed. Now, this is what we need to see. This word shame study, it means this. It means confusion, and disgrace. So it says that the, when we step into a place where we let, let let this come in, let pride rise up in our life, it puts us into a place of shame, confusion, and disgrace. I was thinking about it this week as I was studying this passage, and I thought about, man, we spent all of that time talking about why grace. Amen. And I don't know, oh, I'm hateful for the grace of God, but this is what pride does: it disgraces. Whoo! Do they still say "dis"? Pastor Bill, do y'all do they still just "dis"? Still a word? You got "dis," dog. I don't know if that's still a I man. I'm I'm not as hip as I used to be, dog. Y'all help me out, amen. <laughs> hey they they don't. Some of y'all young know, people help me, bro. Help 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 your pastor out. Dis, <laughs> like man, you got dis, dog. Jay, come on, help me out, dude. I know you with me, man. Come on. Do you understand pride does this to grace? This is it. Wow. Have we ever thought about that? And And it produces shame and confusion and disgrace in our life. Look, at secondly, we see what pride will do. Pride causes strife. In our life, it causes strife. Proverbs 13.10 says, By pride comes nothing but strife. Man, strife by pride, nothing but strife. Man, this is what comes. But the well-advised is wisdom. Is there strife right now in your life? The word means conflict, so you can replace it. Listen, is there conflict happening in our life right now? Is there conflict taking place? It could be connected to pride. It could be connected to your pride. It could be connected to someone else's that you're in community with, whatever it be. But we may see, again, so often that he says here that pride comes nothing but strife. That's what it comes by. It brings conflict into our life. And I don't know about you, man. It's not fun. Living that way. It's not fun living in, 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 in this type of situation, man, where there's conflict. How many knows God has a blessing for us? He has, he has a life of peace. We learned that last week, that he has peace for us. This is what he has, but this is what it brings. It brings strife. It brings conflict in our life. Ultimately, we see in number three that it does this. It ultimately brings us to the place to where things are destroyed, like I mean, literally, destruction comes in our life. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction. Like Just like you can go ahead and know, when pride rises up in, in, in my life, in your life, you can go ahead and see, if I stay in this, this is coming. It's like a, it's like so much, it's a warning after a warning, like don't, just be careful. Listen, we need to know this. Pride goes before, before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Uh, the Message Bible, uh, the, the tra- past, paraphrase of Scripture says this. First pride, then the crash. Just like, huh. Pride, I mean, it's like, just go there. And then stay there, and this is what's happening at some point. You're coming down, and then there's going to be a crash. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Come on. Go ahead, Mike. I love that, man. That's a T-shirt of somebody. Y'all missed that at home, man. That was good. Amen. The bigger the ego the harder the fall. Amen. This is so important that we see this is what it brings. And fourthly, I mean, like, seriously, this is like a serious thing because this is what it does. It brings us to the place to where we are, Scripture says, low. That's not where God wants you. That's, that's not where God wants you. It's not his plan for you. It's not what he has for you. He, the Scripture talks about us being seated in heavenly places. Not down here. And, you know, like this is what he does. When we humble ourselves, he brings us up in heavenly places. And then we saw what Lucifer did. He got He got prideful, and then he got <laughs> low. Amen. And ultimately, we're going to see what was designed from prepared for him, the hell, and his angels. That's what that was designed for. But we see this is what it does. It brings us to the lowest place. And, and this is what we've seen sometimes. Sometimes people have to hit the bottom. And that's tough, but you don't have to, but sometimes that's what it takes. But Proverbs 29, 23 says, A man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. Message is cool on that. It says that pride lands you flat on your face. Pride lands you flat on your face, man. And, and it's just like, that is one of like the worst places to be. Like when you've hit the bottom, when you're, you're like there and knock, you start wondering, like, how did I get here? How did I end up in this place? We see the connection to it. He, goes, he says, listen, humility prepares you for honor. So again, humility is the key. That's the answer that we walk in. Now, this is what we must see that we do in our life. So we must be observant of this. So he's like talking about this. He actually, in the text, we see Jesus talking to a, to, a, to and telling the story to people there. And he's using a story as the illustration about someone who goes to church more than anybody else. He's talking about somebody who is like fasting twice a week. He, he's, he's saying this. Now, so this is what that means, that it's possible for people to do the right thing for the wrong reason. I tithe everything, right thing. You can do it for the wrong reason. I'm going to fast, and I'm going to post it on Facebook to let everybody know I fasted. Amen. Get nothing wrong with that if you're getting accountability from some peeps. All right. That's all right. But there is a difference here, and Jesus sees it. And so he warns us and tells us to be humble, to watch this. Now, I'm going to read some questions off to you. I have a pride test here we're about to take. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, dog, I hate it when he does this. Amen. Come on, tell your neighbor, I hate it when the pastor does this kind of stuff. Amen. This is a pride test. I'm going to ask 10 very tough questions. All right. Don't raise your hand. I wasn't like, all right, stand up. Number one is you. All right, go ahead, you stand up. No, I'm not. Uh, we won't do that. You at home, hit the hit the like button if we're hitting yours. All right. No, there's we're but th- this is it. Now, when you come to Faith Tribe, we're gonna take a spiritual gift test. All right, which is really cool. It's awesome, and we you should do that. Now, uh, how many knows pride is not a spiritual gift? Wrong spirit, all right? Wrong one. So, but these are some of t- ten, 10 tough questions to think about. Do, do you need to be the center of attention? You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Do you need to be the center of attention? It's hard to answer. Honestly, some of this stuff. All right, it just is. It just really is. It's hard to be truthful about some of this stuff. Do you become jealous or critical of others that succeed? Wow. Do you celebrate others' victories? Or do you look at them and say, man, that should be me, dog. That should have been mine. Listen, the, again, they didn't deserve that. I mean, those, you don't deserve it either. We it's not I mean, so it's like if it happens, I mean, again, God's gracious and good. And whatever happens, again, he's he's control of us if we trust him. And he exalts. He does what he says he'll do. He'll lift us up. That's, again, it's a promise that he has. But do we become jealous or critical? Number three, I'm not even going to read this one. I'm not even going to read number three because this is my struggle right here. All right? So number four, we're going to go to number four here. Number four, now number three, do you always have to win? Come on, can-jam. Okay, Amen. <laughs> <coughs> Imposter, Texas hold'em. It don't matter what it is. All right? And how many of us, winning's not a bad thing? I don't know, man. Come on. I, thank you. Hey, man, somebody gave me a back, Somebody backed me up. Winning's not a bad thing, but do you have to? Man, I, I will say this. I'm getting older, and I, I'm getting better at this, and I say that humbly. Amen. I do. All right? But... That was a struggle for me, everything, man. I had to win it, and again, I think we should do it all out. And we talked about a spirit of excellence. You should walk in, in every area, even in Can Jam, amen? But, uh, and Texas, hold on." But, but, but again, if, if I don't win, okay. All right, number four, do you have a hard time submitting to authority? We don't want people to tell us what to do. It's, it's, it's tough. Again, pride is the, is the, is the thing there that stops us. Be humble. And number five, do you have a hard time acknowledging when you're wrong? I got reminded this week, um, humbly, got reminded this week that I missed something and I needed to say I was sorry. You know what I said? I'm sorry. Amen. And that's what we should do. Um, so, again, Do you have a hard time with that? Yes. Number six, do you have a lot of conflicts with other people? Just like like everywhere you go, I mean, everybody's crazy but you. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody, man, is jacked up, except for me, amen? And so, again, do you have, like, conflicts everywhere? Like, I, I've I've talked to somebody one time, we were talking, like, man, this happened, that happened. I'm like, man, who's the common denominator in that, amen? These altars are going to be full this morning. I feel it, amen? <laughs> or nobody's coming. Depends on if you let pride do that, all right? Number seven, do you feel you're more important than everyone else? Number eight, uh, do, do you get upset when nobody honors your achievements? Amen. And again, we, I, I think honor's huge, which tr- I've, I've tried to do better this. I've just struggled, and I'm trying to do better in that. But again, but again, again, remember, who sees it? Who exalts? The main one. He knows. He sees it all. And so I, I've come to the place where early in life, it's like, man, I want to hear well done from somebody else. I hear it, amen. Thank you. Praise God. He's good. But you know, in the end, I want to hear him say, well done. Yeah. That's who I want to hear say those words. So again, we have to guard that. Number number nine. Do you have an attitude of entitlement instead of thankfulness? It's huge because, listen, when we get something again, is it, like, man, God, thank you for this. You're good. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, thank, I'm thankful for what I have. And, again, we can say, I work hard and I've done this. Again, that we should recognize that. But there's, again, a difference, again, in pride and humility, again, in those, in those situations. Again, I, I, I want to be thankful in all things. And, finally, do you honestly feel that you're basically a good person and superior to others? That's still huge in our world right now. We we've seen that it's, it's what's caused division in our country, it's what's caused division in our world, it's what's caused division in churches. Because again, ultimately, I'm better than them. Listen, I I, I like, deep down, all right, you know. Again, I'm. Now listen, we have to humble ourselves. James four six and seven says, but he gives more grace. He gives more grace. Are we going to diss this today or are we going to receive this? He gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That word resists, in other words, you may see it as opposes. So this is what happens. that, That means like if you were like all today wearing team jerseys, Like, and if God, we're all like today, who was on God's team. We all have the God shirt on, the God jersey. We're all wearing our Jesus shirt. We are doing this. When we get down on the line, when we today, if we are operating in pride on the other end of the line, in opposition to us today, if we are operating in pride, He's on the other side. Humility puts us on His team. Humility puts us in is because he said he opposes this. And so this is what we have to do. It's what I have to do. We have to come to the place where we acknowledge this. We admit this. We hate to do this, but we have to. Scripture says it this way. 1 John 1, 9 says that if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And this is sin. This today is this verse. And he said he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It's what Christ does for us. He does it this way. He humbles us today. He does this for us. Listen, if we exalt ourselves, but when we humble ourselves, God raises us up. And man, today, as we look at this, I want to have like this humility and I want to have pride, but I want to have it in God. Paul says a lot, man, I boast in the Lord. That's who I boast in. I boast in him. And again, we see something and it's important. A lot of times our culture and the enemy can tell you if you do this, if you walk humbly, or if you're living in humility that you're weak, the opposite is true. It takes a strong person. It takes a strong person to say, yeah, I, I, I'm, this is my struggle and I'm going to humble myself. Because, listen, how many knows in a situation like if you could have handled it differently, you had the, the power to do something different, but you made a choice? That's humility. But we see it here because this is what Christ does for us. In this last passage, Philippians chapter 2. Oh, man, such a great passage. Studied Philippians 2, guys. Read this out. Study the book of Philippians. He says this, Let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Like, so that Jesus, God himself, in the, flesh, <clears throat> in the flesh, he comes down. Now, this is what he could have done. He did not have to. He could have said, like, man, I, again, Jesus was there from the very beginning. He wasn't created. He's a creator, all right? He wasn't a created being. Some religion, some, some, you know, different things teach that. Again, he's not a created thing. He's creator God. And so, again, from the very beginning, he didn't consider robbery to be equal to God, but he made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. I mean, listen, that obedience follows humility every time. He humbled himself, became obedient. Verse 9, therefore God has highly exalted him, Uh, Father exalting the Son, because, again, of what we see this picture is, Jesus is talking from personal, again, understanding from, again, himself being in that place. He knows, exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, and at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and those in heaven and those on earth and of those under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Would you stand? And today, right now, as you just bow your heads and as we close our eyes together, this is what we know today. Jesus modeled it for us. He humbled himself and became obedient. Obedience again follows humility. So, today, as the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts, He's teaching and speaking right there to where we're at. The Holy Spirit is talking right into our situation. Right now, me and you. Today, what is He saying? When you heard some of those questions, what, were your, what was your answer? Today, I believe the Holy Spirit today is wanting to do something in this to every person that's in this room, every person joining us right now. He wants us to do this. He wants to raise us up. He wants, us to, he wants to take us to a place we've never encountered with Him. How do I get there, God? My gifts and my talents and my, me being, my, my I'm the, no. Humbling ourselves. And I'm going to ask to do something. If you're physically able, I know you may not physically be able to do this. And if you're not, listen, please don't. In no way, feel pressure to do it. But if you're able to do it, I'm going to ask you to do something right now. I'm going to ask you to find a place right now and to to just go get with God. And if you're able to do it, I'm going to ask you to just kneel down today. And just kneel down and just to get before God. And, And if I'm an altar guy, I believe it, man. I've just seen God do so much in them and through them. I think it'd be amazing as a church body to fill this altar day with people kneeling before the Lord. I answered my own altar call this week. Yeah, we have to. We have to. But if that's you right now, you just say, man, I I, I want to. I want to humble myself before the Lord. And I want him to raise me up. I want him to put me in a place. I want him to use me. Listen, our salvation today is when we humble ourselves. Our salvation today comes when we know that we, we don't deserve this. We can't earn this. We accept what Jesus did. So right now, just as if we can, just take a couple of moments, just a couple of moments together as a body, just coming before the Lord, just bowing before Him, being thankful for what He's given us. Everything we have is a gift. And today, this is what makes the gospel so special for us, that we recognize again that He humbled Himself. He gave His life. He walked in obedience, and we want to do the same. As Adam leads us in worship right now, and he just spends a few last few these few moments before we leave, can you just spend it with the Lord? If you're physically able to do it, just get with God. Bow down if you can, if you're able, to just get with God. Spend these last few moments with Him. Let the Holy Spirit move. Yeah. You at home, if you're able to do that, just get with God right now if you're able to do that. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.